The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews or coverage of all the biggest stories in the nba our new show is the place to be five days a week download and follow beyond the arc on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you get your favorite podcasts welcome one and all in here out there all around the world to the late show i'm your host stephen colbert everyone everyone excited about the super bowl this sunday Travis Taylor, Vegas, baby. Well, tough nuts, we're talking about constitutional law. (laughs) Because today, the Supreme Court heard oral arguments in the case about Colorado kicking Trump off that state's ballot. This is... And... This is an historic, monumental case. In fact, it's such a big deal that last night, people lined up and waited for seats in the viewing gallery. (laughs) Though evidently one guy was just in line for an Apple Vision Pro. (laughs) Arguing the case for Trump today was former Texas Solicitor General and least popular display at Madame Tussauds. (laughs) Jonathan Mitchell. Uh, uh, Mitchell, Mitchell here has a reputation as a tough litigator. One former colleague told Politico he has a strong conviction for what he thinks the law is. Actually, not the best compliment you could give. Oh, yeah, this guy is a great surgeon. He will definitely remove what he thinks is your appendix. (laughs) Right? Mitchell, uh, this Mitchell fella, he has a history with the Supreme Court. He's argued before them in the past, and during law school, he maintained a website called Scalia Shrine, in which he posted opinions and quotes from his favorite justice. You had a website devoted to your favorite Supreme Court justice? Now, I know I'm a man who has read The Lord of the Rings too many times to count, (laughs) but I just want to say, nerd! (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. In, In their written argument, Trump's lawyers pinned their hopes mainly on semantics. A lot of people say your supporters are anti semantic, but not me. I love the semantics. You know they invented bagels. (laughs) Here's here's an example. Uh, For instance, 
Mitchell claims the insurrection clause of the Constitution applies only to people who took an oath to support the Constitution, but presidents <laughs> swear an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. The word support does not appear. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I wear a suit professionally, so I feel, I feel qualified to say that that is dumb. It's like saying, honey, I know I swore till death do us part, but we never said whose death. <laughs> and I personally think me banging my Pilates instructor is what Queen Elizabeth would have wanted. <laughs> now, Trump... Yeah, sure. Anyway, uh... Trump's lawyers have also pointed out that the 14th Amendment says people who engaged in an insurrection cannot hold office. It doesn't say they can't run for office. <laughs> but the point of running for office is to hold office. Unless you're Nikki Haley, we're not sure what her point is. <laughs> oh, also, there's, there's established precedent here. People are disqualified from running for president all the time because they don't meet the criteria for holding office. For instance, you have to be a natural-born American citizen and over 35 years old. Those are the only rules preventing us from having President Petit Bebe. <laughs> you know his campaign promise. Goo-goo, ha 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 Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> My diaper is full of wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> but despite all this, the smart money says Trump's lawyers are going to win. All of the justices, all nine, seem skeptical that one state could do this on their own. Here's Elena Kagan. I think that the question that you have to confront is why a single state should decide who gets to be president of the United States. In other words, you know, this question of whether a former president is disqualified for insurrection uh, to be president again is, you know, just say it. It sounds awfully national to me. Yes, it's a national decision. Can you imagine if one single state was allowed to decide who gets to be president? Today it's Colorado. Next time it could be Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry, they what? <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> president Gore would never allow that to happen. The case uh, before the court is called Anderson v. Trump because it was brought by former Colorado state senator and grandma watching you back out of the driveway until you give a little honk, Norma Anderson. Now, Norma, who is a spry 91 years young, says she's a Republican but has a greater loyalty to the Constitution. I'm one of those weird people. I read the Constitution quite often. If something comes up, and I'm curious. I have one that I keep next to where I sit and watch TV. I also have one in my purse. <laughs> that is really great. That is... I think that is absolutely awesome, although I would not want to be stuck behind her in the checkout lane. <laughs> I have a coupon in here somewhere. Hold on. But first, we the people of the United States, in order to form a... Let me finish, young lady, or I swear to God I will write a check. Now, as far as whether she'll win the case, Norma had this to say. Do I think I'll win? I don't know. It's like shooting craps. You don't never know what you're going to get. I gotta say, a gambling analogy is not what I expected from a sweet 91-year-old lady. It's like shooting craps. It's either boxcars and Trump has taken off the ballot, or it's snake eyes and Sammy the Bullolito takes my thumbs. <laughs> So, um, I got this right. It seems like it seemed like it was a good day for the MAGA crowd, wouldn't you say? It seemed like a good day for the MAGA, but they still have something to be mad about. Don't you worry about that. Because remember how a while back, 
Um, they found classified documents at Joe Biden's house. And Merrick Garland appointed a special prosecutor to look into it. Well, today, we got the results of the investigation in a report. And the special counsel will not seek criminal charges against President Biden. So, if you're... Go ahead. Sure, why not? Fine. So, if you're in a fantasy league for presidential indictments, it's still Trump 91, every other president ever, zero. (laughs) Now, you got that? Can you clean that up? But this report could hurt Joe. It's an election year, and polls show half the country is not willing to vote for an unindicted non criminal. <laughs> now, the, the special counsel is a former Trump Justice Department official, and he name checked his old boss when explaining why he's not bringing charges. He cited Biden's cooperation with investigators, unlike Trump, who refused to return classified material after being given multiple chances to avoid prosecution. This is clearly a deep state witch hunt. I saw proof in a classified document, which I will not return, because right now it's propping up the leg of the omelet bar. Now, the report uh, also includes photos of the places the documents were found at Biden's home, including this one of Biden's garage. From the looks of that, I'm guessing they also found confiscated a pigeon's nest, 3,000 takeout menus from the 80s, and a box of Nokia chargers labeled, still good. Uh, The report was not all roses for Biden, I have to say. After interviewing Biden multiple times, the special counsel described the president as having diminished faculties and said he presents himself as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. Who boy. (laughs) But it does explain those yard signs. Biden 2024. Now, hang on. What I come out to this yard for? (laughs) A new docuseries uh, on Netflix right now is depicting Alexander the Great as gay, and it is sparking conservative fury. Conservatives haven't been this mad since Netflix's recent game show, Is It Gay Cake? (laughs) The six-part docuseries features historians and dramatic reenactments of Alexander's life. And in the first episode, Alexander is seen kissing his good friend and possible lover, Hephaestion. Look, sexuality is complex. A man kissing another man doesn't automatically mean he's gay. He could just be interviewing Andrew Garfield. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Happens all the time. (laughs) All I'm asking, all I'm asking is don't judge till you've walked a mile on Andrew Garfield's lips. (laughs) But Alexander the Great was probably not Alexander the Straight, because according to historians, Hephaestion really was perhaps Alexander's greatest love noting that the Greeks didn't have a word for homosexuality or to be gay. There was just being sexual. Yes. Back then, there was only one sexual orientation. Bang everything you can until you die of a paper cut at 26. (laughs) But, of course, that did not stop some right-wing trolls from getting mad on Twitter, with one user named And Wokeness tweeting, Netflix made a new documentary about Alexander the Great. Within the first eight minutes, they turned him gay. That's just historically inaccurate. Read a book or a Greek vase. (laughs) But here's the thing. I don't know. If, if, If you pause your DVR, you'll see that CBS made us blur that. 
Well, you can see it in Netflix's new docuseries, My Big Fat Greek Collection of Horned Up Pottery. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Andre 3000 takes the Colbert Questionnaire. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The creator, the artist behind the new album, New Blue Sun, it's Andre 3000. Andre, uh, thank you so much for being here again. It's, it's always lovely to have you on. I have met you once, and at this point, I feel like we're fairly close friends. And after you shared your ayahuasca experience with me, and, and you agreed to be my spirit guide, so thank you for that. I, I, I didn't agree. You didn't agree? No. Well, I'm no, hurt. I, no, I'm, I'm I, hurt. No, I, I'm, I'm not qualified, but I said I think about it. Oh, you think about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, what, what's it going to take? <laughs> what are your rates? I guess what are your rates is what I'm asking. Is there, like, can you give me some eyes, like, different tiers? No, nah, I got to... You got to think about it? I got to step my, my game up. Okay, like, all right. Well, um, even, you know, between close friends like we are, uh, there, there can be a distance that you want to bridge. And one of the things we did to try to bridge spiritual divides between people here on The Late Show is we've created something called the Colbert Questionnaire. Okay. And the Colbert Questionnaire is 15 questions that have been designed with aerospace tolerances to penetrate directly to the heart, to the soul of someone, so they can be known. Okay. And no longer be alone in this veil of tears. Okay, okay. so I'm going to... Are you, are you ready to take the Colbert Questionnaire? I'm ready. You're a brave man. <laughs> Andre 3000, what is the best sandwich? A fried bologna sandwich. Can you walk me through that? Can you walk me through a fried bologna sandwich? Um, so, bologna, bologna is, sure. you know, you yeah, take, yeah. take sure. the little rubber thing off the around, side, yeah, yeah. And you cut some slits in it so it don't pop up. Because oh, it'll, it'll dome great. up on you if, if, you know what I'm saying? So like, you cut the slits so it's going to Yeah, stand. so it can stay on, on the flat surface. And you flip it, and then you put it on some bread, uh, mayonnaise, uh, lettuce or what, whatever, but it's uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a favorite. Okay. If there was a sandwich, if if you're um, a meat eater, if a meat eater. Okay, 
What is your what was your first concert that you went to? I think it was like a Fresh Fest kind of thing in Atlanta, and I think it was like Public Enemy, LL, and Houdini. Yeah, yeah, my mama took me. My, my mama took me to my first concert too. What was? Um, the Captain and Tennille. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That's not true. Chuck Mangione. Whoa. It was Chuck Mangione, the children of man. Sanchez tour. Whoa. And the captain was playing in his band. That's why I mixed it nice, up. Nice, man. Yeah. As a child, man, that Chuck Mangione song. Man, like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, 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 that meant something. What is the scariest animal? <sighs> scariest animal. Humans. True. Most dangerous game. <laughs> Apples or oranges? Oranges. Okay. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, I think we just kind of transfer into another body or transfer. Like, the energy doesn't go anywhere. I think we just kind of, these are kind of space suits or earth suits we walk around in. The, the, the flesh? Yeah, yeah, the skin and eyes, but I think that energy goes into something else or to another thing we can't even imagine, but I th- it, the energy transfers. Okay. Do you have a favorite action movie? <clears throat> nah, I can't think of one right now. Really? No. Why haven't you been in one of the Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> I could see you driving a fast car, like uh, off a cliff or something, into like a boat. I would have, but I think Ludacris took, took the role. <laughs> No, I actually tried. I actually too. tried out. I tried out for Fast and Furious, and uh, you Lucas did actually took a role. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are you, are you angry about that? No, not at all. I mean, because I wasn't ready. Like. No. No. Nah. You weren't ready to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean I remember that uh, audition. Man, I was so nervous. Man, like I wouldn't have hired me. Okay. So, but it's still yeah. possibility. It's still the door's open as far as you're concerned. Yeah, possibly. So if they're possibly. watching. This is their opportunity. Yeah, if they're watching, yeah, put me in, what, Mm -hmm. Fat 30? Sure. (laughs) Too fast, too flute. Oh. Flute and furious. Uh, On a plane, window or aisle? Window, so I can lean to sleep. All right. Favorite smell? Mmm. Baby breath. Oh, that's nice. You know when you, when they knew... Yeah. And, like, it don't stank yet. <laughs> yeah. What about least favorite smell? Um, cigarette smoke. Yeah. Don't smell that much, much anymore. No, and there's still a lot, though. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Earliest memory? I don't know. What's the earliest thing you can remember? That's what I'm saying. I don't remember what the earliest thing I can remember. Well, then whatever, whatever is after that would be the earliest thing you can remember. I'm not asking what the earliest thing you experienced was. I'm um, asking the earliest thing that you still can remember. Uh, getting a go-kart. Getting a go-kart. Wow. Back when, like, like did you, where was this? Was it, like, at a, a track or was no, it, it was somebody's friend? Street. It was on the street in, um, in College Park, Georgia. And my... I'd come from out of town back home, I think a day after Christmas, and 
it was my gift, but my cousins and them, they were driving it. Like they were like, before I got back home, but uh, I just remember like, it was like a, in, the, in the neighborhood and community, everybody came out and was sure. like, it's loving it. Cats or dogs? Uh, to be honest, um, neither. You can uh, go for another pet if you want. <clears throat> only because um, like, I'm usually not around and it's hard for me to take care of things. Okay. And, yeah. Have you ever had a pet? Uh, yeah, I've had dogs. I haven't had a cat, had dogs. Um, I had a hamster when I was little. Um, fish. The normals. The normals. The normals. Not, you don't have like a cockatiel or a, or a boa. Nah, but I wanted uh, an ant farm at one at one. You can get you can get one of those. No, I did. I, I bet I, you could. I bet you could handle an ant farm. That doesn't take a lot of care, does it? Well, I ordered it online. And the it, thing and, where it has the ant like wearing like a farmer's outfit. It comes outfit. with the ants, and it comes with the jail and the little city they live in. <laughs> the jail. No, it's like no, ant I'm jail. <laughs> ant jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they then, put the dirt in there, and you see them do their well, thing. Well, it's like jail. It's not like dirt. The one I had. Oh. But to, to, to calm the ants down before you put them in there, you're supposed to put them in the refrigerator and they, they get cold. Right, right. And they calm down and then you can kind of shake them in. I put them in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. I think I know how this story ends. And you see, I can't take care of things in I that understand. Way. No, I would, I would, I would stick, sorry, I would man. stick like, to flutes. I don't like reading instructions. I don't like instructions. Oh, I understand the feeling completely. I'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, it's like how bad, how, yeah, because they did. How bad? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty yeah, bad. But it's then the, the, worst. En- from the yeah. energy from those ants just went into some other bodies. You're thing. right. So don't feel too bad. Maybe it was that time. I didn't do it on purpose. What? I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't accuse you of that. <laughs> You only get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? And keep in mind, you don't have to listen to it on a loop. I'm just saying that when you go to listen to music, this is the song you get to listen to. What is it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's something by Coltrane, I'm going to tell you that. Something by Coltrane. All right. What number am I thinking of? Three. Interesting. <laughs> Describe the rest of your life in five words. From the rest of my life from this point on? The rest, the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, you can go backwards in time if you want. You're Andre 3000. You can do anything you want. You're a jaguar. I'm just a human. So what, what, what is it? The rest of your life in five words. Somewhere doing something with my hands, building something, drawing something. <laughs> Sculpting something, chiseling something, but in, in, in a workshop somewhere. Making physical things that will last a thousand years. Andre 3000, congratulations. You. you are known. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, 
interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts.